0: monster, a creature, with such horrific features, a lady, a bride, and scary movie fan. Some nerds and their website present this woman and her man. Hello and welcome back once again to the Bride of the Creature podcast. I am uh, the creature Joey G, and with me is the cutest podcaster in town, Nicole G. Hello. <laughs> how are you doing, love?
1: I'm good. How are you?
0: I am excellent. Good. I'm. You know me. Everything's good. <laughs> Life is just like a bowl of roses for me. Oh yeah. Oh God, yeah. You've
1: never ever used that expression before. No.
0: Did I not come across as like a happy-go-lucky kind of guy. Not really. Well, I mean, you know what it is? It's not that I'm not a happy-go-lucky guy. It's that everybody else in the world is a fucking piece of shit, so it just makes it seem... So they make me mad, so it seems like I'm not.
1: Joy, when you tried to put your name into a text, Joy Grzecki, it came up as just grumpy.
0: Well, yes, but that was an autocorrect thing. That wasn't me.
1: I think that that means something.
0: What, are you suggesting that, like, my tablet computer became self-aware and was making character judgments on me?
1: It was a pretty accurate one. Yeah,
0: but I think that we could say it's a coincidence. Mm-mm. You're, so you think there's like a conspiracy with Android to to tell me harsh truths about myself? Yeah, <laughs> But the computer industry is like there's only <laughs> one way to get through to him. We have to put subliminal messages. You know, that in.
1: would be one of the only ways to get through to you. Oh, you say such
0: hurtful things, <laughs> and all I do is treat you with love and res- and like a, all I ask is like a modicum of respect.
1: Mm, I might be asking a little much.
0: Wow. I'm going to just turn your mic all the way down <laughs>
1: no.
0: Well, anyway, uh, welcome back to the Bride of the Creature podcast uh, This week, Nicole, it was your pick You chose the movie and uh, the, Which means that I actually get Everyone can relax because it means I get to explain the premise of this one Everyone
1: morning. loves how I explain the movie I, don't I know go what that the they do detail. I take them on you, a journey you,
0: yeah, I'll say you take them on a journey, alright They're on the journey on the highway to hell <laughs> Yeah <laughs> I kind of petered out on that one because it wasn't as funny as I thought it was.
1: I still laughed.
0: It was kind of a pity laugh. (laughs) Well, anyway, uh, so this week... Oh, someone tweeted at me. Sorry, everybody. That's so great.
1: Unprofessional.
0: What, that I have friends?
1: (laughs) That you're making noise on the podcast.
0: I'm not making the noise. That was Ryan.
1: Rude, Ryan.
0: You're just jealous because no one tweets you. Anyway... I bet you, you haven't turned on Twitter in months, have you?
1: Pretty much, yeah. Because yeah. I
0: link your Twitter name in the show notes. <gasps> really? Yeah, so maybe you should go on Twitter and talk to your fans. That's exciting. Because I'm sure they <laughs> exist.
1: All one of them?
0: Okay, alright, let's not give away the farm here. Okay, anyway, uh, the premise of this film, this movie you picked was The Eye from 2002, directed by the Pang Brothers. I don't know why I thought, I think I wrote Quay Brothers on the post, that was stupid. Not the Brothers Quay, the Brothers the Pang Brothers. Oh, so silly. Anyway. Uh, so yes, the eye. Um, the basic premise was uh, our hero, Angelica Lee, who played Wong Kar-moon, uh, who had been blind since the age of two, uh, she gets a cornea transplant. Uh, and when she does so, uh, she has her sense of sight restored. However, she also starts to see her mysterious... name wasn't b- Wang. One. A- Wong. Wong. Kar-moon, that's what I said. You said Wong. No, oh, I didn't. I said Wong kar Mun. 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 M-U-N, fuckhead. Mun. Mun. Yeah, that's what I said.
1: You said it wrong. What did I say? Wong.
0: I did not say... Yeah, her first name is Wong. Wong Kar-moon. M-U-N. Men. You know, this is so. If, if
1: you're gonna do it, you just might as well get it right. Oh, all I'm I, oh, I'm
0: sorry. Are you an expert on Cantonese pronunciation?
1: No, but I'm... Right, so, so for all weird. you...
0: So you don't even know. Maybe I did say it right. Um, I
1: did watch the whole movie. So.
0: You did not. You fell asleep.
1: I did not. I had to
0: explain the ending to you because you were like, what happened? I'm like, that, the whole point of the ending? My eyes I closed. didn't say that. They
1: were close for like a minute by accident.
0: Yeah, the last minute that had the end of the movie in it. You, don't, don't
1: tell the viewers, listeners. The, viewers? the listeners, that sounds unprofessional.
0: That. You are unprofessional. You're completely unprofessional. <laughs> okay, well, anyway, the point is uh, Mun. She gets eye surgery and now she can see mysterious figures and, uh, spoiler, spoiler, they're ghosts. She can see ghosts. So then she goes on this journey of self-discovery to try and find out whose eyes she has and why she can see ghosts and what have you.
1: Very scary.
0: See, now that's how you recap a plot. You don't give them the whole fucking thing. You just tell them what it's about. They don't need to hear every detail. They're going to watch the movie.
1: They probably won't.
0: Well, we're going to talk in detail about some of it because I have things to say. Uh, first off, did you like this movie?
1: I did like the movie. Yeah, I liked it too. Uh, it was very creepy.
0: The first half was very creepy.
1: Like, really, really scary. Like,
0: atmospheric and just, like, as far as a ghost creepiness goes, they did a really good job. hmm It was freaky deaky. And some of the ghosts in particular. There's one ghost in, like, the, when she's learning how to write, who, like, runs at her. Oh, yeah. And I was, like, I'm peeing. You were I was cream. peeing anyway, but... I always pee when we watch movies.
1: They don't.
0: So we got to get new couches. Ew. <laughs> the old ones were too pee.
1: Don't we show the trail or listen to the trailer at some point?
0: Oh yeah, I forgot to play the trailer. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we'll play it right now.
1: Trust your eyes. You
0: rely on your senses. You think you're alone. But you'll never be sure again. There is more to fear than you can see trust that they are real. What should you do when you can't even look at yourself in the mirror anymore? Okay, so maybe it's me who's unprofessional, because I did forget to play that. But that's a scary trailer. Actually, I didn't
1: like the trailer, it was very dramatic and not scary. I thought
0: the trailer was kind of scary.
1: No, I didn't. I don't the remember. the, I voice, it over the voice was really too much. Well, okay,
0: but again, that's because it was like the American trailer. Like They were trying really hard to yeah, get an, an audience like. that of stupid people to go see a movie that has subtitles. So you really have to spoon feed them stuff.
1: You're being really rude to Americans. I, right yeah. Well,
0: not Americans. Okay, fine. Canadians too. People who speak English. Most people are fucking idiots and won't go see a subtitle movie.
1: Oh, Joey. How long did it
0: take you to first start watching subtitles movies with me?
1: Oh, no. You tricked me into going. <coughs> Remember? <coughs> Stop that.
0: I'm just saying that if you're trying to sell this kind of a movie, you have to try and make it look like the other bad movies that people like.
1: Oh, you're so cynical, Joey. Okay.
0: I, cynical doesn't make me wrong. Anyway. Uh, so, that was the trailer. So, um, my thoughts on this movie. Here's my first thought. This is three movies. There are three sort of distinct sections of this movie that are completely, tonally different from each other. Okay,
1: I, that's so funny that you say that because that other foreign one you made us watch...
0: Jigoku was Jigoku, two. Jigoku
1: was basically two movies and you argued that it was one movie.
0: It was one movie.
1: See, and that that was distinctly different where this one Well, the setting still had, was different. This one still had yeah, but the same f- plot. Don't interrupt me.
0: Ooh, get her... <laughs> Yeah, this one had a main plot, I'll give you that. But it was like a bad Twilight Zone episode plot. And I love the Twilight Zone.
1: Yeah, you like the Twilight Zone. The plot was fine. I'm not complaining
0: about the plot. The plot was fine. I like the idea of a girl getting eye transplants and being able to see ghosts. It's a cool idea. And the first third of the movie, which is her seeing ghosts, is fucking great. Really Mm -hmm. scary. Then there's the middle section, where her and her psychologist boyfriend who's a character who I don't understand why he's in this movie but whatever it didn't really bother me but I was just like there's really no reason for him to be her boyfriend at all but uh, they go to look for the girl whose eyes she has but it and it turns into this why like that because it stops being the scary ghost movie and now it's just like they're trying to it's a mystery they're going to solve the mystery of what happened to this girl
1: yeah, if you had an eye transplant and you were seeing ghosts, wouldn't you want to know Yeah, but she all of a sudden were... stopped
0: caring about seeing the ghost. She just wanted to know what... And then she has to like help put this girl's soul at rest. It was the ghost whisperer. It turned into ghost whisperer.
1: Yeah, because she didn't want to see the ghost anymore, so she was going to put she that soul... She seemed to have gotten used to it. She was going to put that soul to rest so she that... She still see the ghosts. <sighs> you keep interrupting me. Well, you
0: keep saying stupid things.
1: Okay, this can be to the Joey show then.
0: I don't want it to be the joy show. I'm countering your point. Fuck! Fucking finish your point. Finish your sentence. Yeah, let me
1: get a sentence out. You
0: have please. plenty of sentences Thank out. Thank Come on.
1: Well, now I forgot what Go I'm ahead. was saying.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. You were saying she wanted to put the ghost soul arrest.
1: Yeah. Okay. Wouldn't you want to do that? No. So that you wouldn't see ghosts... Okay, but why do
0: you think that putting the soul to rest would make her not see ghosts?
1: Well, if there was even a chance.
0: Well, what, but there's nothing to indicate that that would be the case. Well, they thought that she just becomes the Ghost Whisperer. <laughs> they
1: just thought that
0: it was like no. Did, okay, do you not see the Ghost Whisperer parallel though? Yes. I mean, her boobs were smaller, but still. <laughs> this movie could have used Jennifer Love Hewitt in the role. I think. No. If you're gonna do Ghost Whisperer, at least have uh, big boobs. <laughs> you never watch Ghost Whisperer, have you?
1: Don't want to.
0: Oh, it's it's got big boobs in it
1: okay enough of the boobs let's move on you
0: never have enough of the boobs um okay but yeah so anyway that sequence did not work for me and the whole idea the whole idea of um you made me do my train of thought you're giving me the evil eye over there this is bullshit i'm sorry (laughs) god (laughs) son of a bitch the whole idea of putting the soul to rest somehow curing the ghost eye didn't they never mention it in the movie she just all of a sudden saves this thing And so then after she saves it, it turns into a third movie, and it turns into, like, executive decision, like a Jean-Claude Van Damme thriller, (laughs) where she's, like, running on the bridge before the extremely unlikely accident happens and blows a bunch of people
1: up. See, I think that's, like, not exactly karma, but it just means she was never meant to see.
0: Yes, Nicole, thank you. That was sort of the entire—she even says at the end of the movie, like, that was the whole point.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. Well, you, you, you missed no, it. No, okay,
0: I'm not saying that I had a problem with that happening at the end. Spoiler, she's blind at the end again. <laughs> I didn't really care that she was blind at the end of the movie. I thought that was actually kind of a nice ending. I just thought that it was bizarre that we went from scary ghost movie to ghost whisperer like lifetime special to thriller where she's running in slow motion on a bridge after she sees a bunch of ghosts cuz well, she's like oh they're go all going to die.
1: Like it can't just be scary ghost movie the whole movie. There
0: Why not? How about lots of horror movies are one movie
1: yeah but <laughs> but it has the plot had to be furthered somehow.
0: that I'm, was I'm one not, way to do it, it no, it wasn't <laughs>
1: yes, it was. I
0: agree that the plot had to be furthered somehow, but the way they furthered it didn't make any sense.
1: It made perfect sense. I already told you, okay, if you had ghost eyes, well, I mean someone's eyes in your ghost eyes. eyes. It, it, someone else's eyes in your head and you suckles, you would want to find out where they came from.
0: No. Well, I mean, I guess. I'm not... Okay, let me rephrase this then.
1: It's perfectly logical. Okay. Shut up for a second.
0: Let me get a <laughs> sentence in okay, now. Okay, okay. Okay, here's what I think. I don't necessarily have a problem with the plot. The plot is fine. It's It was the delivery. The fact that it completely changed tones to be like a different kind of movie. The plot was fine. But... Act 1, Scary Ghost Movie, Act 2, Weird Lifetime Mystery Channel, and Act 3, Slow Motion Bridge Explosion. It was the. It was like the tone of each of those three were so contradictory.
1: See, I liked that. It was not totally contradictory, but it was just You different. didn't even watch
0: the third one. You were asleep.
1: I told you it was only for a minute, <laughs> and don't tell the listeners that I'm unprofessional. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, after I play the trailer, so... Okay, well, okay. Speaking of weird tones, this is my other problem with the movie. And it's a small one. The music in the scary scenes is fantastic. The sound yeah, design in this movie is great. They did an awesome job mm-hmm. because it really drives home the scariness and especially like just the weird sound effects. Like there was that one when she first sees the ghost woman in the hallway and she's making that weird noise. That was freaky. Oh yeah. Yeah, right. So that was really well done. And it looks kinda and it looked pretty good too. Like especially the shadowy scenes and the blurry effect when she can't really see everything clearly because her eyes are still new. But the music in other scenes was weird,
1: like in the the ghost whisper scene. The non-scary scenes, yeah,
0: they were just like, "What is happening?" And I didn't notice the they music r- being really? weird. Yeah, they were. It was completely like not appropriate to what was happening on the screen. It was just, like this weird circus music at one point. I'm like, "What the fuck is happening?" It was bizarre. It must have. And it made it a feel little,
1: like, because I didn't notice.
0: Okay, it felt like it was recorded like like a 1980s synth album. It's just <laughs> this one guy with like a mullet and big sunglasses and he's playing a keyboard and just like recording synth patches.
1: Maybe that's why I'm kind of used to that music. You used to listen to that a lot.
0: I did, but I listened to it, but I didn't try and put it in a movie that's <laughs> supposed to take place in 2002.
1: Okay, so what for you was the scariest scene?
0: I told you that part with the girl in the writing place when she runs at her.
1: Oh, yeah, you peed everywhere.
0: Freaky. I peed so much.
1: Do you want to know mine? Yes, um there's two. The guy in the elevator was a pretty intense scene, uh, yeah, it was a good scene. That was really freaky. Uh, this guy like levitates behind don't, her don't and tell him everything. I'm not, and she's scared. And she doesn't look around because she knows he's there. But he is slowly moving, hovering above the ground. It was really intense and freaky. And I know we see the little ghost boy a lot lot who's looking for his report card. Oh, yeah. But the last time you see him was unexpected. And it it really freaked me out when she's running up the stairs. And he's there and he's asking again for his report card. She knows for sure he's a ghost now. And she freaks out. And then he jumps out the window. That was
0: unexpected to you? Yeah. We knew he did that, though. His family talked Oh, no, about. I
1: knew he jumped out the window, but when oh. she was running up the stairs, I wasn't expecting oh, him to Oh, to see be him. There. Oh, I
0: thought you meant you were surprised he jumped out the window. I kind of
1: thought we were done with that boy character. I would be mad if we had been,
0: because they'd spent way too much time talking about him. And they had, like, his parents having a seance, remember? Mm-hmm. I was like, well, this boy better have something to do with it. Like, he, I think the, boys, the point of the boy was just to show that she was seeing ghosts. But they also accomplished that with the girl Ying in the hospital.
1: Well, I think that all the point of the boy was also that he had jumped out of a window and committed suicide. And they're replaying and his death, and Ling, right? Ling the girl whose eyes she has had done that too. He and didn't jump out of a window. Well, no, but she committed yeah, suicide. Yeah. And you learn that when, if you commit suicide, you're doomed to relive it every day of your life. So that's why right. Ling was still kind of haunting her, kind of.
0: So don't kill yourself, kids.
1: That's bad news.
0: Uh, you wanna know my favorite part of the whole movie? Hmm. <laughs> There's one character who shows up and he's on the screen for like thirty seconds and he has nothing to do with the plot, but he's completely albino. <laughs> I turn and I turned to you and I've never seen an albino Chinese guy. Before. Yeah, I hadn't. It either. was really exciting. <laughs> wasn't that I was, exciting. I was pretty I was pretty excited about it. It wasn't
1: exciting. Was cool.
0: It was just Um uffing. Yeah. Uh, I talked about the Doctor Loves. Okay, one other weird thing about this movie. What was up with the violin subplot? This whole subplot of her playing in the violin choir and then she goes back remember to the orchestra and like collapses and they never address it. Why was that right. in the movie?
1: I don't remember.
0: Like I think it was in the movie cuz the directors wanted an excuse to have really like art school kind of camera shots when she's playing the violin.
1: Yeah, maybe. Yeah,
0: like I was like, I can't think of any other reason why this is in here because it adds nothing to the movie.
1: Okay, I agree totally with you yeah. on that one. Because and th-
0: since it's so unimportant, you kind of forget about it.
1: Yeah, I totally did. But I wrote
0: it down, so that's why I remember.
1: <laughs> I'm glad you take notes during movies, Joey. Yeah, Professor Joey. Uh,
0: so time for little Professor Joey. I have not very much to say about this one.
1: No, I was saying you're Professor Joey because you take notes during no, I movies. I know what
0: you're saying. I'm saying, can I now do Professor Joey and do my oh. background in the movie? Yes. Thank you. So the directors, the Pang Brothers, uh, they also made a few other movies that you might be, well, you might not be because you don't know anything, but other people (laughs) might. So rude. (laughs) They, their, their, their first film was a Hong Kong film called Bangkok Dangerous, which they later remade in English with Nicolas Cage in the role. And it has like a 6% on Rotten Tomatoes. Apparently it's terrible. But they also directed The Nicolas
1: Cage one or the original?
0: the, the, The Nicolas Cage one. They also wrote and directed the two sequels to this movie. As well as a movie called The Messengers in 2007, which has... Um, uh, who's that horrible actress from the Twilight movies?
1: Oh. Kristen Stewart.
0: Kristen Stewart is in it. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen it. I assumed you'd see it because you used to watch all those really bad horror movies that came out. We still do, but you used to too. That's pretty much all I got. Oh, is the also only other interesting trivia about these guys is that they were the editors, or Danny Peng was the editor for Infernal Affairs 1, 2, and 3. And Infernal Affairs is the Hong Kong film that The Departed is a remake of.
1: I didn't know The Departed was a remake.
0: Yes, you did. I've told you that before. We had it on DVD, but okay. I did not know that. That's cool. Yeah, did. Yeah, so that was uh, rating time, Nicole. What do you give this movie out of 10?
1: Mm, I give it a 7 out of 10.
0: 7 out of 10 for Nicole?
1: No, I changed my mind. Okay. 6 out of 10.
0: Really? Yep. Because you liked it better than I did, and I give it a 6 out of 10.
1: Yeah. The end NGO- was a little bit boring. but you just finished really telling me it was great. I was just being contradictory
0: Oh, I see. I see. Yeah, that was a six. I'd say it's worth seeing, especially for the first forty-five minutes or so. Like that—that stuff, the ghost stuff—is worth it in itself to actually check it out. Is it on Netflix?
1: I have no idea.
0: Well, we should. I should have looked that up before the show so I could tell the folks at home.
1: The folks at home aren't going to watch the movie. I probably—I
0: don't have my notes with me. Is the problem? I wrote. I take notes, and I don't have my notebook. I left it at the office. I was going by memory. This is my other notebook. This is the one I read in when I'm r- doing the movie, and then I have another one that I read in before the pod.
1: Thank you, Professor Joey. You're,
0: you're welcome, smart-ass Nicole. <laughs>
1: um,
0: okay, so we're recording this uh, in advance because we're going to be on vacation. Exciting. Uh-huh. Uh, which means we'd it, we won't be able to talk about anybody's would-you-rather responses because the show just came out today and I haven't gotten any of them yet. I'm hoping that's why I haven't got them, not because nobody cares. <laughs> Uh, So we won't be able to, we'll we'll review your would you rathers when we come back. But, Nicole, do you have a what you, what would you rather for today? Yes, I do. Okay, drop it, drop it on us. Drop it like it's hot. Okay,
1: my boss today told me a story. I had a would you rather and I changed it for this one. She told me a story about a hot air balloon uh, somewhere, I think in Egypt, caught fire. That happens a lot. Yeah, and people either had to burn to death or jump to their death. So, would you rather burn to death in a hot air balloon or jump. jump?
0: Well, this is a really easy one. You would definitely jump because if you stay in the hot air balloon, you're guaranteed to die in a fiery inferno. If you jump, you'll probably still die, but there's at least a chance you'll survive.
1: I think yeah, I'd rather jump because there's a bigger chance that I'll just pass out on the way down and then I'll just jump. I mean, your yeah. death would
0: definitely be quicker, I guess.
1: Yeah. But to make that decision would be tough. I don't know. I
0: think once the fire started burning, you'd probably just jump like well, on instinct.
1: If you were being burned?
0: Yeah. I think when someone is being burned with fire, their first instinct <laughs> is to go away from the fire. <laughs> even if that means jumping out of a hot air balloon.
1: All right. So that's my would you rather. Yeah.
0: I think everyone's going to agree with us. I don't <laughs> think anyone's going to say, oh, I'll burn to death. Yeah. Bring on the fire. <laughs> don't shrug at me. All right. This is exciting guys. We're introducing a new feature. We're going to do this every week on the show. This is a game show. I'm your game show host. Nicole's the contestant and you can play at home uh, by just listening and, you know, using your skill and judgment to determine the answer. There's no prizes, just, you know.
1: Because we're going to answer it right now yeah, too, cause, right? Yeah, because you're playing.
0: You're yeah. the one who's playing. Yeah. Okay, so the game is called The Following is Based on a True Story. After last week's discussion of why I hate that. So this is our game. So here's how the game works. I stole this idea from uh tell Them Steve Dave. Not this exact game, but this kind of format. So, I'm going to tell you four horror movies and their descriptions, okay? Now these are weird obscure horror movies. And it's your your job to use your skill and judgment to determine which one is the fake. No problem. So three of these are real movies and one of them I created with my imagination. Nicole, are you ready to play?
1: Wait, one of them's a fake, right? One is a
0: fake, three of them are real. Your job is to tell me which one's the fake got it and you can ask me questions about them and i'll tell you whatever i can some of them i don't have a lot of information about because all i could find was like a one sentence synopsis but some of them i have more got it okay so nicole are you ready to play the following is based on a true story
1: oh you're so dramatic yes
0: all right nicole the following is based on a true story movie number one nymphoid barbarian in dinosaur hell in a post-Armageddon world, a young woman finds herself in a fight for survival against mutant cavemen, dinosaurs, and other prehistoric animals. That's number one. Movie number two. Monstered Monster Like turd with monster? Monstered. A serial killer mutates with a chemical inside a sewer to become a monster made out of human waste, just as the FBI and police surround him. So it's like a poop monster. Got it. He turns into a shit monster in the sewers. Like a big poop guy. Okay. Like a... Like a big shit. Okay, got it. Hide and Go Die. A group of teenagers at a house party are picked off one by one by the icy frozen corpse of a teen who died years ago in a game of hide and seek gone wrong. (laughs) I'd watch that movie. And number four, Bikini Girls on Ice. When a busload of women's college students... Fuck, I read that wrong. When a (laughs) I'm sorry, this is my first time hosting a game show. When a busload of women's college soccer players get stranded on their way to a bikini car wash fundraiser, they decide to set up shop in front of an abandoned gas station on the edge of town. Little do they know the place is the stalking grounds for a homicidal maniac mechanic named Mo. So, wow. is it Nymphoid Barbarian in Dinosaur hell, Monstered, Hide and Go Die, or Bikini Girls on Ice? Now you can ask me questions... If you need if you need okay, questions sorry, about them. Can you
1: go over the first movie? Number then? one,
0: Nymphoid Barbarian and Dinosaur Hell. Post Army Garden World. Young woman finds herself in a fight for survival against mutant cavemen, dinosaurs, and other prehistoric animals. See the, the beauty of this game is you don't have to know about movies. You just have to know about my brain. You had to look inside your my mind. You've known you've been with me for twelve years. You had to look inside my brain and think which is the one Joey would the
1: one. so there's
0: Nymphoid Barbarian Dinosaur Hill then there's monstered, which Most is about the, the killer turning into a tired. giant poop monster Yeah, there's Hide and Go Die which is like a slasher uh, about kids at house getting killed by a kid who died in a freezer playing hide and seek
1: mm-hmm. and then the bikini
0: one Bikini Girls on Ice load of college soccer players set up shop at an abandoned gas station to do a bikini gar- car wash for some reason and they get killed and stalked by a homicidal maniac mechanic named Mo. Which one's the fake?
1: That's tough.
0: Yeah, I know, right? Because, like...
1: Three of them are ridiculous, and one is believable.
0: Which one do you think is believable?
1: The, the hide and go sequence. Hide-and-go-die? Hide-and-go-die. That's the
0: one you think is the most likely to be real?
1: Which makes me think it might be the fake.
0: <laughs> so you think that I'm, like, playing mind <laughs> yeah, games I with you? Yeah, I think you are. I mean, I don't know. I thought they were all kind of ridiculous. That's why I picked them.
1: Um...
0: But you have to think: what would be what would be in Joey's brain? What would Joey come up with? Nymphoid barbarians in Dinosaur Hill, a giant poop monster, a frozen corpse killing teenagers at a house party, or the one with the mechanic killing girls at a bikini car wash on the outskirts of town. Named Mo. Named Mo. Yes, is a homicidal maniac mechanic. I would totally watch any of these. These will be upcoming picks on another episode one day.
1: My answer is the bikini
0: one. So you think the fake one is Bikini Girls on Ice? Yes. So you think Nymphoid, Barbarian, and Dinosaur Hill, Monster, and Hide and Go Die are real? Yes. All right. Let's see. Let me just uh, cue up a little sound effect for you. <laughs> oh my God. Everyone's going to be pretty excited to hear Is Nicole right? Is the fake movie. What did you say the fake one was again?
1: Bikini. Bikini Girls on Ice. <laughs> Yeah.
0: Uh. Bikini Girls on Ice is a real movie. Nymphoid Barbarian Dinosaur Hale is a real movie. Hide and Go Die is the fake.
1: That's my first instinct.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay, the problem I've run into in designing this game is that the real movies are so fucking weird. It's been really hard for me to come up with fake movies that are as weird as
1: the I'm real so ones. I'm so mad at myself I should have gone with my instinct. But so, the fact that his name was Mo. Was funny and it made, really? made me think of something you <laughs> would make up. <laughs> That's why I picked that one. Was because of Mo.
0: Well, I'm gonna start keeping track of when you got these right. So we'll be back next week with another exciting installment of the following is based on a true story. That was, and I hope you at home also enjoyed it. So that is going to wrap us up. I guess all that's left to do is to announce next week's movie, mm-hmm. uh, which we're also going to be recording in advance, so there won't no be there will be any response to the Would You Rathers until the following week. But we can announce that next week's movie is my pick, and we're going to be watching John Dies at the End, the 2013 Don Coscarelli film. And I'm very excited. It's got and Paul Giamatti. And I did read the book, the book by David Wong. So we are going to actually turn off the recorder and go watch it right now so we can record it as well. So, uh... We we, we don't... Have a good time (laughs) with your lives. I'm still trying to think of a good way to sign off.
1: Have a good time. time Can you say it like that every
0: time? No, I'm not going to do that. We, um... Have a good time. Until until next week, stay scary. (laughs) (laughs) I'm... You like that? Stay scary? Yeah. Okay. Until next week, stay scary, you guys. I'm Joey G. (laughs)
1: So cheesy. I'm Nicole G. Now do your sign off. Oh. I thought you were going to say when than that.
0: Okay, we'll do it again. Uh, so until next week, I'm Joey G.
1: And I'm Nicole G. Stay scary. Kissy kissy.
0: How could this woman ever decide
1: to wed this man?